Welcome back to Salt and Burn This, a Supernatural Rewatch podcast. My name is Sammy. I'm Valerie. Thanks for joining us yet again. Again. Hopefully it'll be again. And again. And again. And again. And again. <laughs> no, again and again. I mean, yes, uh, yes, woohoo! Yeah. yeah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, I'm not, I, I love doing this. I'm, but I'm very stressed out this week, I have to say. <laughs> and thank you for being flexible and moving this, because... Oh, yeah, no worries. Like I said, it gave me time to drive back from my folks. Mm -hmm. Did you have a good time? Uh, I did. I did. It was just a quick visit, and it was to drop off the dog so Mm -hmm. they can look after her while I'm working out of town. But yes, I did have a a lovely visit with my folks. They're so funny. The the first day I was there, they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, it's so good to have you. Bye. Like, mom had to run to Costco, which is like 45 minutes away. (laughs) And then she can never just go to Costco because who can ever just go to Costco? Right. And then my dad ran to Walmart to pick up a prescription for something, but it wasn't ready. And it was some sort of like only one person was working behind the counter. Three hours later. Holy shit. Three hours later, he made it back home. And I was just sitting there on the couch like, I could have sworn my parents knew I was here visiting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, they are socially busy. We'll just say today, today, my dad got up and played golf Mm -hmm. uh, and then came back home and picked up my mom so they could go play bocce because they're in a bocce league. Uh, And then my mom's directing a play, so she has rehearsal. Oh, my God. And then my mom is also part of a bridge tournament, and so she has a bridge game tonight. Oh, my God. I was exhausted after the bocce bocce league. I was like, well, that's it. That's enough. That's enough activities. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, are you going to have time to look after the dog? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I have a funny slash embarrassing story. So I was testing out various shirts with my costume. You know, so I have the corset, right? Which mm-hmm. is um, uh, an underbust. So it hits like right underneath the, the titty line. <laughs> <laughs> and I knew that I wasn't going to have the time or the skill or the time to learn the skill <laughs> to like make a whole new shirt. But I was fine with making adjustments to a shirt that I already own. So I was just pulling various black, red, and white shirts that I have and trying them on, taking pictures of myself with them uh, in the mirror just for myself. Um, Some of them I was like, you know, maybe I'll go a little sexy with it. Maybe I'll do a little (laughs) deep V. Yes. (laughs) Which just... You do have the clavage to do it. Well, that's the thing is like I automatically look like a porn star instead of like a nice vogue sexy chick. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of days later, I was on a chat with a customer service line uh, because I wanted to return some shoes because they were two different colors. Um, (laughs) They were supposed to be black, but one looks like it was had been sitting in the sun for like three days and it's like faded almost to a green. But I didn't notice it until I was in my office, you know, and just looking down and I was, hey, (laughs) these don't match. But because I had already worn them, you know, shoe stores are kind of finicky with returning shoes that are worn. So I was chatting with them. I was like, I wore them, but they are two different shades of black. 
I don't think they're supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> so I would like to return them anyway. And they said, can you please send us some pictures? And so I went into my, because it was a text. It was like a customer oh, service okay. text line, not just like a chat on the, on oh, the laptop. Right. It was on the phone. <laughs> So then I went into my album and I selected a few photos and then I pressed send. But then after they sent, <laughs> I noticed I clicked like two or three of my Harley Quinn <laughs> photos. One of them was a completely 100% sheer uh, shirt, <laughs> which I was not planning on wearing a sheer shirt by itself. <laughs> I'm actually laughing. You can't hear me. Um, <laughs> thank God I, for whatever reason, decided to put nipple covers on before I took the pictures, even though it was just for myself. I was like, I feel weird, like taking pictures of the, my nips just like completely hanging out. Uh, cause that's not the look I'm going for, you know, <laughs> but I don't want to put on like another shirt, like right. underneath. You still want to see what the look is. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> But one so of did them they was take that. the shoes back? <laughs> <laughs> did it help you return the shoes? I, I haven't uh, gotten that far yet. <laughs> First, they just completely ignored the fact that I sent them, you know, titty, <laughs> titty pictures. Um, <laughs> which you can, it is hard to tell that I'm not wearing anything underneath the sheer shirt. Sure. Um, but still. Um <laughs> and they're like oh we need to see the, the soles of the shoes and the insides to see if they're really worn and I, well i don't have the shoes on me right now i'll take them when i get home sorry about the non-related the non-shoe related <laughs> photos oops <laughs> and did they, they respond were, they did there because i wasn't sure if it was a bot or not or an actual mm -hmm. person uh they're like no, it's okay. The outfit's cute. I like the one with the white shirt. <laughs> so maybe it doesn't matter if they take the shoes back. All right. So thanks, Journeys. Customer service. That's funny. <laughs> but oh. man, like right when I saw those photos go, like Oof. red, like, you know, when you feel your yes. face heat up and get cold all at the same time and I was just like oh and I don't know why I was so embarrassed about it but I just in that moment I really was I was like oh my god oh my gosh and Tammy. I can't and you can't unsend them nope you know nope. and uh, you just hope that they just went oops and deleted them yeah or showed them to all their friends I don't know but I probably that, would have, fine too. but yeah, I would have too. Exactly. But like, Haha, yes. look what this idiot look did. What they did. <laughs> Season two, episode seven, the usual suspects. Baltimore cops arrest the obvious suspect in the grisly murders of a lawyer and his wife. Dean, caught with blood on his hands and a history of being on the spot when people die violently. Written by Catherine Humphreys and directed by Mike Roll. To research this episode, yeah, I, I told you that I watched the movie The Usual Suspects. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good movie. Mm -hmm. The movie has nothing to do with this episode whatsoever. I was so excited to be like, yes, I'm going to be on top of it. Nothing. No reference of any kind to this episode. <laughs> Other than they are suspects in a crime. Oh, right, right. That's, that's it. 
I wanted to watch The Exorcist before this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just didn't have time. Well, I, I've never seen it. I know I know oh. the movie. I've seen bits and pieces of it. I've seen kind of the relevant uh-huh. stuff. Um, but it yeah, came I, out. I, I know it, the gist of the movie, and I've seen the the crazy scenes that everyone yes, talks about. That but. people always quote. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. I don't think I need to see it. I think had I watched it, had I watched it at the age that everybody I knew was watching it, yeah, I think I would definitely have some scars, some right. uh, <laughs> a little bit of trauma. Uh-huh. I liked this episode. Yeah, I, I did too, it. especially because I've been on such an SVU binge uh, lately. <laughs> this was like this is like two of, a, of my favorite things, <laughs> right? <laughs> Cop show, yes, <laughs> murder mystery, yep. That was great. And of course, you know, we have to, we might as well just start the episode off with the biggest guest star, you know, they've had so far. I know. Which is Linda Blair. Mm-hmm. You know, the child actress from uh, The Exorcist, obviously yeah. an adult now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and she was great. Yeah. And her, her first, when I first saw her, I was like, ooh, I know her. You know, <laughs> it's like what I do with all the guest stars. I'm like, oh, I know that person. And it took me a little bit longer than it should have. Because I, I was like, who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Oh, got it. <laughs> got it. I mean, I got it before the end of the episode. Right. I, I knew who she was because of the end of this episode. Not because I had seen it recently, but I just remember the the little fourth wall comment that they make at the end. Mm-hmm. I remembered that. Uh, when I well, when I saw the pic, also when I saw the photos on the DVD oh, box. Oh, yeah. She has um, a very recognizable yes, face. <laughs> yes. And I was just like, oh, right. Yes, Eric Kripke was very excited to have her. Oh, really? This. Yes, he oh. he thinks that she. Well, he thinks that Exorcist is one of the scariest movies he's ever seen. And so that makes her the queen of horror, of, right? Right. So he was like, <laughs> "Good." That's I. I love hearing that. I love hearing like uh-huh. you know, fanboying, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, from people who are there in their own rights, yeah. celebrities. The number of movies and tv shows quoted in this episode again more than three <laughs> uh, yeah i didn't even write them down I, I was going to and i was like this is gonna take up like three pages alone <laughs> <laughs> well i can just list them now so we can just like point at it later okay great. um x files of course in the yes. in the in the beginning um matlock which i yes. used to watch <laughs> with my grandmother chips which i used to watch all the time mm-hmm. um rockford files which i didn't watch much but my grandmother still watched um and the movie the great escape did not see it yeah i hadn't um, uh, but anyway so those are just some of the many uh things that were either quoted directly of course the exorcist mm-hmm. uh yes. quoted directly or referenced yeah. <laughs> in this episode yeah okay so i'm sure that you enjoyed this recap thoroughly <laughs> no you know why i didn't because i was like where was this recap when i was trying to recap oh <laughs> all of the all of the aliases you know last season i was like this would have been perfect right yeah uh but yeah it totally recapped all of their you know stolen credit card names their mm-hmm. aliases you know mm-hmm. the the personas they've you know the people they pretended to be but they did all that to dig into the murderous side of <laughs> their right. other dealings. Yes, they throw back to the episode Skin, where, if we remember, Dean was essentially um, framed by a uh, skinwalker? What do they call him? Shifter. Shifter. Shapeshifter. Uh, 
And then he, the shapeshifter, was killed while still in Dean's form. So according to papers, Dean is dead. So then we open up with a teaser. We see a Chiron. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally. Baltimore, Maryland. I have never been there. Oh, I many times. I've worked um, there. I mean, I live right on the corner of it, you know, in um, Virginia. There's yeah. that whole tri-state area. So yeah. it's the my favorite part about Baltimore is the aquarium and um, the baseball field. Um, the Orioles, where the Orioles play, mm. Camden Yards is one of the most beautiful baseball parks. You don't even have to be a baseball fan to like this park. Right. It's just really pretty. So the teaser was shot pretty cool in that it was. It was shot very much like a Law & Order or SVU or any kind of procedural show. One cop is interrogating somebody in the room. You don't see who it is. You can gather pretty quickly who it is based on the, <laughs> the clues that he's giving. <laughs> the charges being brought against yes. him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the other cop, Miss Linda Blair, uh, is chasing down somebody in a motel room with an entire squad. Yeah. And it goes back and forth and back and forth. And kind of at the same time, we see the interrogatee is Dean. And the captive in the motel room is Sam. Yep. Which is yep. like the big, whoa, moment whoa, before they Why? cut well, to cause titles. Because they, they like, yeah, because they like battering ram the, the motel yeah. door. They don't just like go in and get him. They like, uh -huh. <laughs> you yeah. know. And uh, Dean, like the things they're listing, the crimes against him that they're listing are the was it uh, grave desecration? Yes. Uh, you know, credit card fraud, and then and then he leads up to the torture and murder of the girl in in skin, mm -hmm. which leads them to the current murder of um, her name's Karen Karen yes. Giles. Mm -hmm. You know, and if they had music, dun dun dun, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what they would have gone to. <laughs> yes, but I have to say, both of them, both Sam and Dean for their current circumstances, you know, being, being, you know, having someone bust into the motel room and being handcuffed to a table in a police station, being read all these, you know, potential crimes, mm -hmm. they both have very stoic, calm mm -hmm. demeanors. Right. You know, there, there's no outrage or shock. They're just very calm. Right. Right. And it makes me wonder how many times this has happened to them right i know at least once from the first episode they were actually caught and brought into the the squad room you know yes they've had a few run-ins but it's mostly just a cop being there i get out of town yeah. you troublemaker yeah. the, the dumb cops yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but this time they're really caught yeah and we learn later that dean was literally caught red-handed mm -hmm. like hands on the dead woman's body yeah which I would say that's pretty compelling right. <laughs> evidence of being at least somewhat, you know, if not the actual murderer, then mm -hmm. definitely involved. So um, Sam realizes he's, uh, well, we cut to after the title, Sam is also now in the squad room, mm -hmm. separate from his brother. Uh, he deduces that he has the good cop being right, Lin right. Linda. Uh, Diana is her name, although... I didn't know her character name yeah. until the end of the episode, so I kept writing yeah, down it's... Linda. <laughs> <laughs> I was same thing with uh, the the male cop. I was just like the cop, the cop, the cop. I think his name's Peter. Pete. So I went back and oh, Pete. I went back and rewrote that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, stop calling him the cop. Mm -hmm. 
but yeah so linda i mean diana <laughs> uh is you know the good cop she's like oh would you like something to drink to sam and you know sam's like so i take it you're the good cop also for our benefit there's like this bling bling you know easygoing music playing you yeah. know so the the stress and tension of the the teaser isn't there diana or diane whatever her name is um is also listing all of sam's you know supposed transgressions leading up to uh jess's death and the fact that once his girlfriend died he just kind of dropped off the grid which is very suspect yeah and of course his sam's answer to that is i needed to break <laughs> i needed yeah. to get away yeah so there's nothing wrong with that no there was one, fuck, Linda, Diana, she mentioned APHIS, like running your prints through APHIS, which totally threw me back to my CSI days, CSI, mm -hmm. CSI original. It was one of my favorite shows. Yeah. But, but I mean, I didn't get into SVU until very recently, like within the past year, but CSI, man, that was me and my best friends, like show we... I think we rented DVDs at Blockbuster, like the season <laughs> DVDs, and just well, like ran through them until. And, some and didn't you like serve one of the actors? Yes, at your, at yes. one of your jobs. Mm -hmm. At the hotel I worked at in Los Angeles, it was a rooftop hotel, so there was a restaurant, and it was the guy who played Warwick. Warwick. Um, Warwick. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Warwick Davis, Warwick Brown. I'm getting, yes. I'm getting this, the little person actor confused. <laughs> Warwick Brown, uh, he yeah. was there, which was very, very exciting. Although yeah. it was after his stint with the show, you know, after they killed him Ended. off, which was yeah. bullshit, but. Absolutely. Anyway. But I love that Sam also, like in his sarcasm, when he's talking about, look, I just needed some time away. And, you know, I've been, you know, going on a cross-country trip with my brother and, and uh, Diane's like, well, how's that working out for you? And he's like, ah, oh, you know, pretty good. I got to see the second biggest ball of twine. <laughs> and oddly enough, in all of my cross-country trips, I've never seen the ball of twine. <laughs> I haven't seen the first biggest or the second biggest. The first biggest is in Minnesota and the uh... second biggest is in Kansas. Oh, is it really? Yes, it is. Oh, I should and go see And I it. have not seen either. It was always one of my, I hate to say it, but one of my goals, like one of my bucket list things was to, if I'm going to be driving cross country, you know, twice a summer, I want to stop and see yeah. the you know, biggest ball of You got to see the stupid things on the road. Yeah. I saw the cars, you know, the cars planted in the ground. I saw those and I saw the dinosaurs and mm -hmm. the, you know, the things, you know, did, did you ever, did twine. you ever see the giant blue whale in Catoosa, Oklahoma? I did. Oh, I love that whale. I never understood the appeal. Of that. I drove by it all the time because uh, it was on the way from Claremore, where my parents live in Tulsa. And mm. we, when we first moved there, you know, there's these signs that say it's a big tourist attraction. And we're like, really? <laughs> it, it's just because. I know. Same thing with the ball of twine. It's just and silly the... and fun. I thought Sam was channeling his little inner Dean here with her and his sarcasm. Yes. And, uh, but she's trying to convince Sam to turn on Dean. Mm -hmm. Totally not succeeding in that. No. But she's like, so 
tell me like, how did you guys get involved in this? And so Sam starts to tell them about that. The guy murdered uh, Giles. Like you saying Giles from <laughs> Buffy. Guy. Yes, exactly. That they were his dad's friends, that they were friends of John. Like they served together in the army. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he goes on to tell this story. But as he's telling this story, what we're seeing mm-hmm. isn't what he's telling. <laughs> no, there's a the fake story he's telling the cop and then, it's flashing back to the real story where they just picked up his name from a newspaper as a spe- as a suspicious death. Right. And so it's uh, Dean who has this newspaper and he's like, check this out. And he shows the headline to, to Sam. And it turns out, it's like you said, it's a sp- suspicious death of somebody who was mysteriously killed, but there were no witnesses. The security cameras were blank. Mm-hmm. And so Sam and Dean are like, well, it was either somebody tampered with the tapes or it was an invisible killer. (laughs) Either way, let's go check it out. Uh, While Sam tells Diana that they went to go comfort his wife, Karen, uh, as old family friends, and you'll give her their phone number just in case she needs anything. In reality, they are posing as insurance Insurance. agents. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to get information from the wife. Yes. About the husband and why he would have potentially been targeted. Yeah. And Dean is extra weird in this scene. (laughs) (laughs) So awkward. (laughs) But at least the angry edge is off of him. Whereas like in, uh, you know, children shouldn't play with dead things. He was like, did you see her? And, you know, did you do that? And he was all very angry. This time he was just like, so did you see any, did he see anything? Did he, weird, what, weird? Strange, strange, crazy. I mean, did he just like, yeah, kept going, but he wasn't, at least he wasn't angry about it. No, no, he was just goofy and it wouldn't make sense for an insurance agent to be asking these kinds of questions, (laughs) which is what is going through Karen's mind. Like, why, Right. Why do you need to know these things? What is going on here? But she still ends up answering one of the questions. Yes, she does say that he had a nightmare about a pale woman with red eyes uh, standing by the foot of his bed. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden she was gone. Like he blinked or turned around or something. She was gone. While Sam and Dean were doing this, you know, back and forth about whether or not they should go on this case. Mm-hmm. That's where the X-Files comment comes in. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. He's like, no, it's okay. He was like, so let's go, Scully. <laughs> and Sam's like, I'm not Scully. <laughs> and Dean says, well, I'm older. You're the blo- you're the redheaded woman. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Whatever. So Sam keeps the lie going. Yes, because Diana says there were witnesses that said two men of your description breaking into her office. He was like, she gave us a key. She wanted us to grab some memorabilia, you know, pictures of her, you know, on vacation. And and just as he says that, we see Dean like picking the lock, (laughs) you know, of the office. Yeah. So if we don't know what's going on yet, you should we should we should have a pretty clear idea. Yeah. But the violence of this guy's uh, murder, Dean says that his throat was cut so deep that you could see his spinal cord. Ooh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Yeah. I I wrote down, I literally just wrote down, whoa, that's, that's some violence done there. So they're, they're looking around in this office for clues, you know, any, anything. And the only thing they can find is on the printer there's a, a couple of a handful of pages that have been printed out and they're just sitting in the printer tray. 
and it says the word Dana Schultz over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So they start looking through files for somebody named Dana Schultz. Dana Schultz. And they can't find anything. But while <clears throat> while Sam is sitting at the computer desk getting ready to start, you know, typing things into the computer, he notices like a smear on the desktop mm-hmm. and does the old like breathing <sighs> test. Yeah. And fogs up the, the glass top. And Dana Schultz is written it with like a finger on the desktop. So now they're like, okay, what is happening in your apartment? Do you hear that? <laughs> yes. It's a fucking kid just running around. Oh my but God. it sounds like now that he has like a basketball with him or there's, <laughs> or he's running around on four legs. That's actually creepy now that you say it like that. <laughs> Goddamn kid. <laughs> All right, Dana Schultz. They can't find anything about Dana Schultz. She's not a person, uh, wasn't a client. They they just can't find anything. Um, but Dean leaves uh, Sam at the office because Sam's like, I'm like half an hour maybe from cracking this guy's password and maybe yeah. I can find something in his computer. Dean is super bored and <laughs> tries to wait for approximately 2.5 seconds and then says, ah, nope, I'm going to go. That can't can't do it. He's like he was driving Sam crazy. He was like making noises. Yeah. he's so gonna he, go to Karen's house. Yes, and see if she knows anything else. Cut to Karen in Karen's house, and she's obviously in mourning and crying, you know, with tissues and blowing her nose. And and this is one of the scariest things I ever see in movies, which is that pass by. I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's what you call it. Something runs between the camera and uh-huh. the person you're looking yeah. at. And the person you're looking at sees it, maybe. Yeah. They did it a lot in the episode Asylum. I think all throughout the episode. There was, yeah, there there was like a, three or four of those going on. And yes, right. it is terrifying. It Because you see it. Yes. And the other person, <laughs> the other person does not. It's completely oblivious maybe to they it. did. Right. Yeah. And those scare me to death. Mm-hmm. And it did it same here. It did it did it to me here because I was expecting to maybe see something behind her or whatever. But when it passes like right in front of your vision, ugh. yeah, yeah. So she yeah, she's sitting on the couch. Something goes whoosh between her and us. She notices it, but she doesn't know she noticed it. Mm-hmm. She turns and looks, I guess, out towards the windows, and thinks she sees a shape. Yeah, well, she does see a shape. She sees a woman, like a really pale woman dressed in white with a some red on her looks like blood maybe it, it was really mm-hmm. just an instant like she looks right. sees it and kind of screams and then it's immediately gone gone because she like takes off her glasses like maybe yeah. i didn't see that and of course without her glasses she's like oh okay yeah. <laughs> totally blurry yeah so she heads upstairs smart woman mm-hmm. to uh calls 911 and while as soon as she gives the address of where she is and you know she says i saw somebody or i think there's someone in my house mm-hmm. the line goes dead so her phone gets cut off and then the lights do that flicker electric yep. you know, zzz, zzz, mm-hmm. out. But at the exact same time, her printer on her desk starts printing. It was a fax machine. <laughs> oh, it was a fax machine? Well, at least that's what the subtitle said on, uh, the, on Netflix. Because it was like... Zzz, 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 yeah, yeah, it was just like, hee hee, fax machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cop earlier like pulls off some pages off the fax machine. He's like, yeah. this, just off the fax. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but anyway, whatever that, it is... It, it's that Dana Schultz written a thousand times again yes, yeah. on this page. So uh, Karen goes into her closet to get a flashlight and she's like, click, yay, flashlight works. When she turns to leave the closet, she's confronted by 
the ghosty woman. Yes. Who's just standing right there. And you can see full on pale, red eyes. I mean. Yeah. Guts, and, uh, throat cut. Throat, ugh. Scream. And then that's, that's all we yeah. see. <laughs> yep. And then the next scene is Dean um, breaking into the house, calling her name. <laughs> she's not answering because she's, she's dead and dead. bleeding on the floor. <laughs> she's quite dead. Yeah, so um, he is like, well, shit. Uh, looks around. He sees the Dana Schulp's papers uh, on the yeah. machine. And he's like, what the actual? If he yeah. could have said what the actual fuck, he would have. Yeah. And he goes to the body and kind of examines it a little bit, sees that her throat is cut, uh, and then, like, checks her wrists, and he sees some some bruises on her. Like, if you had been, like, tied up or handcuffed, like, really tightly, yeah. you know, they'd be, like, bruised, banged up, marked yeah. right there. And, of course, I was my first thought was, don't touch the body! Right, right. And, of course, at that exact moment, the cops show cops up. first in, yes. <laughs> See and him in a very compromising, compromising position. Literally red-handed. Blood yeah. on his hands, holding her bloody hands. Yeah. But, again, doesn't freak out. He's just like, damn it. Yeah, especially because he wasn't expecting that. His, he didn't know that she had called 911. Right. So right. he was not expecting cops to appear at any minute. Right. But I guess he, he also just knew, you know, he didn't like try to run and jump out the window or anything like right. that. I see how this plays out. So now they're at the police station. It seems like uh, the Linda Blair character is having doubts after having listened to, you know, part of Sam's story mm -hmm. uh, and, and hearing and knowing what she knows about Dean being arrested. Uh, there was no uh, murder weapon found at the scene. Mm -hmm. And you know, their stories, both Sam and Dean are telling the exact same story. Yeah, I thought that she thought that was pretty suspicious, like a little bit. But the other things you mentioned, yes, were also like, we. I don't know if we have a case here because there is no evidence. Right. What of, was the reason? Though it is for, interesting that word for word, their stories are the same. Right. So my question is, how is their story word for word the same? Because I'm assuming that these things happened in tandem. So how did they get together to say, you know, dad had a relationship with, with Giles and Karen was upset. So I went over there. You know, I mean, I guess it's just a story that we didn't hear. Right. They must, before each hunt, have a plan set in stone. It was like, if we get pinched. Yes. If we get pinched, this is our, our plan. These are the our story. steps. Okay. Because at first, when I, again, when I first watched the episode, I, I didn't think about it. But then the second time through, I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> how did they say the exact well, same thing? Well, in the things? first, the very, the pilot episode, something very similar happens. They get caught by the cops unaware, because usually that's probably how it happens, is they're not expecting it to get caught by the cops. They would be taken away separately. And in that episode, I didn't get a chance to rewatch it. I wanted to, at least just that scene, the cop scene, just to see how similar it was. But I feel like they also had a similar story or like a breakdown of, you know, they yeah. always have a plan just in case. Sure. And happens. we hear what some of that plan is later. Yeah. But in this, in the cops talking to themselves about, you know, maybe that he didn't do it, maybe he did do it, uh, it's revealed that Pete had a relationship with uh, Tony Giles. Mm -hmm. Like, they were friends. Yeah. It's not just this random case. It's that he knew the murder, the murder victim. Right. It's personal um, for him. And also, we see that Pete and Diana are a bit of an item of some kind. God, that just weirded me out. Yeah. 
I don't know. No chemistry there, but then again, they're on screen for like five minutes total. (laughs) Right, right. But but it was just enough for us to that even just the chin touch. You know, I was like, Mm you, you know. And then when they do like a little kiss in the hallway by the vending machine, I was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, I get what they're doing, but blah. Yes. Um, So while the cops are out, we see the boys separately in their own rooms. At the same time, though, working out what Dana Schultz could possibly mean. Yeah. And they both kind of at the same time say, this must be an anagram. It can't be a name. It could be like Dana Schultz, Dana Schultz. You know, he starts saying it in different inflections. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Sam has paper with him, so he starts writing stuff down. But I love scenes like this where it shows how in sync uh, they are. Yes. Just as brothers. (laughs) As brothers, as hunters. It's just really cool. they, They came to it from slightly different angles but they still came to Uh anagram yeah and poor dean he doesn't have anything at his disposal to like write anything down to like get his thoughts out on paper yes until uh lay public defender shows up Uh, (laughs) this guy was great he was just like kind of a doofus public defender and dean was like great thanks i'm saved do you have any paper by the way uh, <laughs> the guy's like sure throws him some paper and a pen and dean starts writing out the anagram yeah and meanwhile the, the the public defender's like so it looks like you're probably up for murder yeah <laughs> you know? <laughs> do you know how serious this is and dean's like yeah again handcuffed to a table i understand how serious this is but back to this anagram <laughs> yes and it's the public defender who kind mm-hmm. of figures it out right He's like, oh, well, I don't know this and I don't know this, but if you take this word and that word over here, it makes the word Ashland, and Ashland is the name of a street Yeah, uh, just a couple of blocks from here. So very innocently solves the anagram for, for them. Mm-hmm. Or at least, and, a big, at least a big part of it. Yeah. Dean writes something, like takes another piece of paper, writes something down, folds it in half, and says, take this to my brother, would you? Yep. <laughs> and the lawyer's like, dude. <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And Dean's like, thanks, Matlock. I got it. Yes. You know, which again, my grandmother loved Matlock because Annie Griffith, because, you know, and if you didn't oh, know yeah. who Annie Griffith my was. Liked it too. Yeah, that's, that's why everyone loved meow, the Annie Griffith meow, show. Meow, meow. Yep. <laughs> Diana is sitting computer. at her. Mm-hmm. She's typing up some paperwork, and in the midst of it, it's like her computer's taken over by. The Danish Schulpus. Yes, it just says Danish Schulpus, Danish Schulpus, Danish Schulpus, Danish Schulpus. She's not touching anything, any keys. She keeps <laughs> she does trying try to, to delete. Control, all, delete, yes. control, all, delete. Yes, <laughs> yes, like what the hell? And it just keeps going. And then all of a sudden it stops and disappears all and at disappears. the same time. And she's, yep. you know, does a, the whole uh, double take, you know, kind of. <laughs> like, did anybody Did else see that? Yeah, and is, is anybody else's computer doing this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, just mine. So in the meantime, the public defender has brought the note mm-hmm. to Sam from Dean. And it says, instead of writing Sam, he writes the word Hiltz, then says, it's a street, and then signed it McQueen. Mm-hmm. So this is where I had to hit full pause and be like, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you, you know, didn't so even I, have to because... I, because it ex- <laughs> had I not, had I just watched it, it would have been fine. So it's explained that Hiltz is the character, Steve McQueen's character in The Great Escape. And The Great Escape is about uh, American POWs escaping a Nazi prison camp. That is a whitewashing of 
this whole movie. But. <laughs> right. But Sam also is not really taking the lawyer seriously. Also calls him Matlock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Matlock. Yeah. Then I believe it's Linda or Pete. Linda. Diana uh, <laughs> or Pete that come in and say, you're needed with the other one because Dean has decided to confess. So when we cut to Dean, uh, who's now set up with a video recorder because they're going to tape his confession. Dean is just all like chilled out. He's prepared. Yep. He's relaxed. Yep. Against the public defender's wishes, who says, yes. I really, strongly really recommend bad you idea. don't do this. <laughs> he does. And he confesses to the literal truth, as yes. crazy as it must sound to these cops. Well, first he says, I'm an Aquarius. I like long walks on the beach and frisky <laughs> women, which I think is almost word for word what he says in the pilot episode. Oh, really? I think it was sounded very familiar to me, not just because that's the, the thing people say is, you know, I'm an Aquarius. Right. Long I like walks long on the walks beach. on the beach. I will circle back with you on that in the next episode. Yes, and then just proceeds to tell the truth and say... Listen, this is probably a vengeful spirit. Here are the facts. An invisible killer. There's this thing with Dana Schultz. Yeah. And at that, we see Diana kind of... Yeah, you see her react to the name yeah. Dana Schultz. Like, oh, 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 God. She doesn't, uh, she doesn't let on, but you mm -hmm. definitely see her react she to it. She flinches a little. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dean's like full on explaining ghosts to all the yes. police officers, yeah. you know? And he's like, you know, this is a vengeful spirit, but it's, you know, it's trying to reach out and it's getting things wrong, you know, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like Red Rum, which of course is a quote from The Shining, yes. which is, you know, murder spelled backwards. Yes, he mentions communication can get jumbled between the spirit world and the, the yes. corporeal world. Yes. So, and he's like, there you go. And then the Pete is like, yeah, but you killed that woman in, in St. Louis. Mm -hmm. And he's like, uh, it wasn't me. Like, <laughs> and by the oh, way, that yeah, wasn't that me. was a shapeshifter. <laughs> just puts it all on the table. Yeah. Absolutely telling the truth, yeah. you know, in his confession. And I loved all the cops behind the two way, uh, uh, one way mirror are just like cracking up. They're just like, right. rah, rah, rah. Uh -huh. what a wise ass. <laughs> We don't see what happens after she reacts to Dana Schultz, but then Dean drops the... And Dana Schultz, by the way, is an anagram for a street name. And it's Ashland. And it's like, boom, he's done. He's like, yep. cards on the table. Yep. <laughs> you know? Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, and he calls the, he calls Pete Punch. Oh, is that is, a Chips? That's from Chips. Oh, okay. I and did hear that, and I figured it was something. And yes, by now, Punch I'm Rello. just like, well, that's something I don't know, so... Well, here's the funny thing about Chips for mm -hmm. me. Um, Eric Estrada played yeah. Poncherello. And he, so I had a total crush on him because he had mm -hmm. the whitest teeth you've yes. ever seen in your <laughs> life of anybody on TV. And he was always super handsome. And he was always like the, of the two cop buddies, he always got like got the girl basically. Yeah. Um, so my cousin and I, now I watched the show when I was like little. I mean, we're talking seven and eight and stuff like that. So we would ride our bikes and play Chips. You know, we oh, got yeah. we'd be bicycle cops. Chip, uh -huh. he would never let me be Ponch. Oh, I always wanted to be Ponch, <laughs> and he wouldn't. Let, he always made me be John. Not that there's anything wrong with John, but John was like, you know, milk toast, and Ponch was sparkling everything in rainbows, and <sighs> so that's that's my Chips story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll play Chips with you. You can be Ponch. Thank you, Sammy. <laughs> So now, bad cop is pissed. Pete, the bad cop. 
and they go off to find Sam and be, I don't know what they're going to do, I guess, question him some more, and they find him gone. Yep, the room is locked, but the window is open. Yep. So and Dean, with his little confession antics, gave him ample time to escape. Yes. With his cast out a window that's like three yes. stories up and no fire <laughs> escape. Right. We'll gloss right over. That's fine. They're... They gloss over it, too, because they find the note that yes. Dean wrote to Sam with mm-hmm. Hiltz and McQueen and the Great Escape. And yes. she's like, duh, sucker. Yeah. You know, she's like, we were totally taken. And I even wrote, I was like, thank you for clearing up that reference, Linda. (laughs) (laughs) Had I been patient, I would have gotten that too. So the next thing we see is Diana in the bathroom. So the first thing she does is try to turn on the lights and the lights don't all work. Like one or over one of the lamps is on. The rest are out. Well, the the lights are flickering at this point. Oh, did they flicker? Yes. 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 How did I miss that? Son of a bitch, you know, I'm sure. It's a crappy police station, you know. So the the hot water turns on by itself and she's like, ooh. And now she just kind of stands back for a second and is like, "Uh uh-oh. And then the next sink turns on and the next sink turns on Mm -hmm. and then the the other sink turns on. And I thought to myself, for a shit-ass police station, it has amazing hot water. (laughs) I know. All that steam right away. Right away. And so all the mirrors now in the bathroom have steamed up. And the one in front of her, it starts writing Dana Schultz in in the steam. Yes, it's, it looks like a finger is making yeah. the, the marks, but you don't see the finger. You yeah, just see but you, the, hear, you hear it's like that. Yeah, the... Yep. Yes. We have to get our own sound effects in. I think so. Because <laughs> we're not doing a very good job. <laughs> okay. And, uh, so then I guess she just, nope, nope, you know, erases it <laughs> to yep. hide the yep. evidence. Now she can see that there's someone actually standing behind her. Yeah. And it's the the pale lady with the red eyes. And now we're like, her grotesqueness is even bigger now, it seems to me. Like, it's super clear. Right. Well, because how... the camera lingers on her for longer. You know, before yeah. we just get a glimpse of her with Karen, a little bit mm-hmm. of a close-up. Yeah. Uh, but now it's the several seconds of this woman, especially yeah. since she's, like, trying to speak, but she's gargling because she can't. Because her can't. Throat, throat is, is cut. cut. Yeah. And that's all you see is her going. "Ah, ah, ah, Yeah. Like the final scene of the final cut of the scene is her approaching Diana gargling and, you know, (laughs) Diana just frozen in fear. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. The audio of this when this Mm -hmm. is happening is like church bells. And I don't know if you heard that. I didn't, but I do know that they put church church bell. Yeah, they put that in on purpose. I do know for the exorcist. Okay, because it made me think. Oh, that's I know those. Yeah, no, it was it was a little Easter egg for. um, Okay, because that's what I thought. The exorcist, but I did not hear it because I wasn't listening with headphones on. But yeah, oh yeah, it was, and it was perfectly creepy. And it even if it weren't the exorcist, it. It works anyway. Yeah, right. So, but I love that they did that. So next, Diana goes to see Dean, who is still handcuffed to the table. She's alone. Don't know if there's any cops behind or in the one-way mirror, but 
I think they um, probably all left because they were like, book him again or something. Right, or, just like, oh, okay, this guy's an, an asshole, whatever. Yeah, so they just left um, him alone in the room. Yeah, so then she starts kind of coyly asking questions about the spirit world. It's like, if these things were true and you weren't completely crazy, uh, what what would happen? What would they look like? What's the deal? Um, <laughs> Very subtle. Yeah. And he's like, what happened? Yeah, yeah. And then he notices her wrists. It's like, where did you get those? And she looks at them in surprise. And that's when he realizes, you saw her, didn't you? Mm -hmm. You saw mm -hmm. this ghost. Because Karen had those exact same marks on her hands. And he's like, you need to go find Sam. Yeah, and because that she's seen her, he thinks maybe she's going to die. Because the two people that have seen this ghost have died shortly afterward. Right. And I forgot to say this. In the scene uh, when Pete gets all mad at, at Dean for being a smartass, and he's uh -huh. like, the cop who goes to grab Dean and slam him up against the wall to mm -hmm. you know recuff him totally body blocks Linda Blair. Full-on shoulder, boom, because he was so intent on his oh. staging, which was to grab Jensen. Yeah. And you see her go, who? <laughs> oh, <You no>. know? <laughs> and she totally gets knocked out of the way. But I was just like, good for her. She stayed in character yeah. and she worked She worked with the momentum yeah. of the turn to like then, you know, deliver her next line. But you could totally see for a split second. She was like, who? <laughs> 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 you know? And I was just, I, I was like, I wrote down props to Linda Blair for staying in character, you know, and, you know, working with, what she was given when this extra like totally slammed into her oh that's funny because he was supposed to get jensen yeah that's awesome so yeah he so, gives he gives sam's location or at least their uh their technique for finding each other which is to find the first motel room in the yellow pages uh -huh, right yellow pages yes yeah <laughs> <laughs> And, yes. give, and gives the fake name that he would be using, which I didn't write down. Jim Rockford, which is the guy from Rockford Files. Jim oh, Rockford is okay. the character. James Garner played him. Um, he's an ex-con detective. <laughs> uh, another TV show that my grandmother watched. Then Diana shows up at Sam's motel. He's sitting there doing research. He hears a knock, opens the door, and, and it's there not she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's her. And this motel room, I, I wrote down, I'm like, it's kind of divey, but it's 60s kitschy. So it was like yeah. kind of cool at the same time. Mm -hmm. And we kind of had like the pink and orange motif-ish going on. <laughs> and another, this will be a props shout out. The starburst was on the wall in that <laughs> motel room. So Diana tells him what the spirit looks like. She definitely got a good look at her. And then he proceeds to show her photos that he somehow got <laughs> from bookings or crime scenes, things that he should not be able to get. To. Yes. <laughs> Even though they did leave him in a room in the police station that had folders and files just there. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm sure they weren't crime scene photos, but there was like. Right. Yeah. That is interesting that they left him unattended completely. Yes. Like there wasn't yes. somebody just to stand watch over right. a possible criminal but regardless <laughs> but she she makes a note of that she's like you shouldn't be having these and he just says you, <laughs> you have your, your job. job i have I mine know. yes but he points out a woman or she points out a woman yeah because like do you recognize any of these people that one but you know how do you know her and she's like uh, i don't know i just read oh she knows it because she's the ghost but he's like well did you ever arrest her mm -hmm. and she's like no 
<laughs> no. You know, not that I know of. Yeah, because she did get busted for heroin. Uh, she was a heroin dealer. And so he asks her, well, did you ever work narcotics? She says, well, yeah, I did. Uh, before Pete and I moved to homicide. But she doesn't ring a bell for me. Like, I don't remember arresting her or anything. So, hmm. It's like, well, this is if this is the ghost, we have to go find her remains and salt and burn them. Yeah. <laughs> and I love that she's like, the best line, she's like, what? <laughs> her response was, what? <laughs> and then whatever it was he said, uh, he's like, well, it's the only way to like go. Put them you know, to rest. Put them something. to rest. And she's like, of course. Yeah, ask a dumb question. Yep. <laughs> yeah, get a dumb answer. Um, I just wanted to point out salt and burn. Boop, boop, yep. boop. Yep. It is funny, though, <laughs> how many times they mention salt and burn versus how many times they actually do it. <laughs> True. Because <laughs> it's always like, oh, we do it. Oh, wait, something happened, in which case that's not going to work, you know? <laughs> right, right. Oh, that's right. She's a she's a juicy corpse instead of, you know, old bones. Right. <laughs> or zombie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Or the... Or they drowned, so there right. is nobody. So cut to the basement of Claire's house. They're investigating things. Sam goes upstairs, leaving Linda to lurk around downstairs with her flashlight. Um, it's not Claire. It's not her house. It's is a, it not? It's a supply store. Yeah, Ashland but why were supply. okay? Why were they there? She because that was the last place that she was seen alive oh, okay when okay. the police went to arrest her as for being a heroin dealer they couldn't find anybody okay she wasn't there but that was the last time she was seen alive was at that building okay so not a basement of some of this building yes. um sam goes upstairs linda lingers around downstairs uh, with her flashlight <laughs> and after some time she turns around and there is ghost claire still Red and bloody, still gargling, trying to speak, and yes. reaching out to her. Literally with her arms out, like, yeah. reaching out to her. Slowly and, and approaching blah, her. Blah, blah. Yep. And she calls and up for like, Sam a few times. Sam! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Sam comes running back down the stairs. He's like, what, what, what? And doesn't see the ghost. No, Claire's gone. Like, she disappeared. Yep. She's like, she was right here. Did she attack you? Did she hurt you? No. Yeah. He just reached out to me. Mm -hmm. He was over by the window. Right. So they go over to the window, which has been blocked by um, like a shelving unit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they move that out of the way. And that's where they see written on the window, Ashland, what used to say Ashland Supply. Supply. Yeah. So all that's left is the SUP. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Ashland and SUP. Thus the the Dana Schultz. Yes. But so then the window, there's light uh, seeping in through the window. And it hits the wall opposite of it, which makes the shadow. Yeah, it makes the shadow of the words that say Ashland SUP. Yeah. So then they deduce, okay, it must be here behind this wall where she is. And that's so he takes out the EMF detector to double check right. that, that her bones are there. Or that yeah, there's, that there's a there. spirit activity yeah. going on there. And while he's knocking down the wall, he's wondering why a spirit would be so intent on them finding the body for it to be wasted he's like usually right. a, usually a vengeful spirit wants vengeance right they don't want you anywhere near their bones because they yeah, want to they don't they don't want to be wasted they want to keep uh 
doing what they're doing ghosty things yeah Mm -hmm. they want (laughs) to i also thought it was funny that with his good arm he after he like was bashing in the pipe i'm bashing in the bricks with a pipe Mm -hmm. he then uses his good arm that's not in cast (laughs) to like bust through the rest of it's just like with his elbow it's just like breaking down a wall all right manly man yeah, right. The amount of injuries he's had so far, you think he'd be like, eh, yeah. I'll just keep using the pipe. But he looks, he looks, busts through the brick wall and he looks in and he's like, there's definitely something in here. Mm-hmm. So and, then with uh, Linda's help, they pull out, which is obviously a body that's been wrapped up in some sort of canvas yeah. sheet or something. They open it up and it's a blonde. Yeah, blonde. It's like almost a mummified body. Yeah. They notice that her hands are bound and Linda, Diana, <laughs> I've gone like back and forth. Linda's is so much easier to say. It is. We did the same thing to Amy Acker. So it's I know. Fun. Puts her hands up in that position, like next to them, to the, the corpse's hands. And Sam says, yeah, her hands would be bruised like that. Yeah. If, you know, she was still alive or struggling so against right. the ropes if they were too tight. And then... Linda notices around the corpse's neck a necklace. She pulls it out and she looks at it. Sam says, do you recognize it? Yeah, it's really rare. It's sold down (laughs) at a corner store and I have one just like it. And she pulls out her own necklace that she's wearing. Yep. Pete Pete gave gave it it to me. me. In this moment, they're like, well, why? You know, why? What would be the connection between Pete and this girl? Yeah. And that's where Diane makes the the connection that, oh, she was a heroin dealer. Heroin went missing at the uh, police station and no one knew. We knew it was cops. We just didn't know who did it. Yeah. And now the connection is Pete. You know, he must have stolen the heroin to give to her to sell. Right. And somehow the deal went bad. Yeah. And he killed her. Yeah. And so Sam realizes that it's not a vengeful spirit wanting vengeance, but... Yeah someone wanting justice yeah so she's a death omen not a vengeful spirit right which i i i was like leaning forward i was like oh yeah you know yeah that was an interesting (laughs) twist yes that was that was an oh moment for me that wasn't like yes i know get to it it was like oh yeah. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> what do we do now? Yeah. <laughs> what, what do we do with this information? So in the meantime, we see that Pete essentially kidnapped Dean from yeah. the police station. Yeah. And has him in a police van and is, you know, uh, apparently extraditing him to St. Louis. To St. Louis for the murders that yeah. he supposedly did there. Yeah. And Dean not being stupid is like, oh, and you just decided to uh, take this trip all by yourself, all 800 miles alone <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. This can't be good. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but still very cool and calm and collected yeah. through this entire yeah. episode, even with this realization of, oh, shit. Yeah. But at this point, also, he's very limited in what he can do, considering he's in, I'm sure he's, he's in, in, like, the hand and feet cuffs, right? Yeah, he uh, is. In a locked police van. Like, there's... There's nothing he can no. do. He just kind of has to go along for the ride, literally. Yeah. And and it's like when Pete pulls off the road, you know, into the forest, yeah. <laughs> into the woods, Dean, all he can do is like make jokes because that's totally Dean. He's like, ooh, got a tinkle already. Might want to get that prostate check, yeah. you know? <laughs> and I mean, he finally does have a, a small moment of, okay, okay, when Pete like yanks him out of the van and points a gun at him. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's like, you know, you're not going to get booked. You're going to get killed by me for trying to escape. Yeah. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> Sam has told Diane, duh, police vans have low jack. Turn it on. 
so yeah, we can find him. And they do, just and in time. And, and this is when I wrote down her name in big letters. I'm like, <laughs> Diana! <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's when I finally learned her name. I don't, it may have been said earlier, but I don't feel like it was. So she catches him in time. She points a gun at him, and then he starts uh, monologuing. <laughs> oh, and terribly, yeah. by the way. yeah. This was the weakest point in the episode for me where it was just like, oh, we just have to hurry up and get to the... The climax here. Yeah, yeah. the climax or the conclusion of why he did it. Right. Um, and it was because the deal went, you know, first Claire didn't want to do it. And Tony and Karen were also in on you it. Got a tournament. Yeah, yeah, they started to get cold feet. And I just, you know, I, I had to kill him or I would be busted. And now here's this guy, this perfectly good guy that we can just pin it all on. We'll just kill mm -hmm. him and say it was all him and then just like wash our hands of it and yep. it'll be fine. And Linda does lower her gun or he says like, well, I, st I still love you. I still love you. Yes. I wrote that down and I wrote down what? <laughs> yeah. She lowers her gun. And, and he he's like, thank a, you. Yeah, he takes a breather, <laughs> says thank you, and then turns to shoot Dean in the face and then instantly she shoots him. Right. Doesn't kill him just shoots him enough to be able to walk over and stand over him and be like, you know, you're an idiot. Next time, you know, buy me a new necklace or something like that. Yeah. You know, one of those like throwaway lines. Yeah. And of course, because she's standing close to him, he's able to overpower her, even <laughs> yeah. though he's been shot. Cause he is still a cop after all, you know, he has this training of right. You know, self-defense, even in the most uh, high risk of situations, but yeah, knocks her off yeah. her feet, knocks the gun away. Then he's like, got everybody at gunpoint. Yeah. Until the ghost shows up, Claire yeah. shows up, and all we needed was for her to, like, tap him on the shoulder. Uh -huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> she was behind him, and, of course, he turns around, sees her, and she does that. <laughs> yeah. And I thought she was going to kill him. Mm -hmm. But in that time of distraction, Diane's been able to get her gun and shoots him a second mm -hmm. time, this time killing him. Yes. Thank you. So she was a death omen after all. Because she appears to those who are, are in danger of die. dying. Mm -hmm. But then Diane's like, so now what? Like, yeah. do we have to go back and burn her bones? Like, yeah. salt and burn her bones? And Sam's like, I think her work here is done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then they're like, okay, well, now what? And yeah. she and Diane's like, okay, uh, I will work with the prosecutors to get, you know, your cases thrown out and, you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> right. Well, first she was like, yeah, I could definitely get your cases dismissed here for this stuff. Oh, you know, that was not the, you know, he, can, he confessed, he's a murderer, but St. Louis, there's nothing I can really do. Right. Except for happening to turn my back for long enough. And, oh no, where did they, where did they go? I don't know. <laughs> and they're like well what about our car what about our car she's like no <laughs> just don't even just go and they're like okay we'll think of something else <laughs> yeah like, yeah but, but but where but where is it anyway just in, just in case <laughs> i was like this is the second female cop who when they've asked for help with the car uh -huh. they're like no just go yeah. <laughs> well, I think she was more telling him, like, don't even think about trying to get the car. That's stupid. Right. Just yeah, go. Like, like Dean's going to just like leave his car there. Right. And of course, their their walk away, like you mentioned earlier, yeah. is the fourth wall where Dean actually says, nice lady, you know, <laughs> Do you look familiar to you. No, no. You hungry? No, but I could really go for some pea soup. 
yeah which of course is all exorcist all but i just thought that was funny that he was like i couldn't you know no i didn't recognize her but i was like that was me in the beginning i didn't quite recognize her but i didn't i couldn't put my finger on it <laughs> cute little walk away yeah um and i thought linda blair did a great job in this because she could have been overblown Mm -hmm. you know because of who she is right or or she could have been in a in a role or she could have been a character where it was so obviously a callback right to her character in exorcist so i like that they chose her as this yeah. As a badass lady cop. Um, yeah. I'm also glad they didn't kill her. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right? she, she wasn't a victim. So, yeah, I thought that this was exciting. This is, I think, the biggest guest star they've had in the, yeah. in the timeline of the show as of right now. I I would say so. I, I enjoyed it. I, like I said, for me, watching it the second time was, was hard for some reason, just because, mm. I think, because seeing, the, you know, the Winchester boys from the cop's point of view and and her opinion mattered to me i think that's the other thing right is that you know her her journey in figuring out that they're you know they may (laughs) when you look at you know grave desecration on its own yeah that's disgusting and awful but when you see it you know from our point of view Mm -hmm. it's a necessity and they're not desecrating graves they're saving people and Hunting you know, things. hunting things, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so to see, uh, Diana's journey in learning what we already yeah. know, mm-hmm. um, that, that made it an interesting episode, but in the beginning it was hard for me to accept her point of view. Yeah. I also, this was a nice breather episode after all of the heavy stuff that's been going on. So it was nice to have just a little break where you could just enjoy, and this is a standalone thing basically. Yeah. You know, you didn't yeah. really need to know anything. Well, I guess besides the episode skin, but they take care of that in the recap. But oh, right, but yeah, there was no, there was no daddy stuff. There was no roadhouse stuff. There was no brothers angry stuff. Yeah, there was no it Sam was secret stuff. It was just an episode, kind of good old fashioned ghost hunting. Yes, with which a is, little twist. Yes, which. I enjoyed and I needed that. I needed the breather. Mm-hmm. I needed to see them. And you also got to see more of their chemistry. You know, the yeah. brothers like, this is why they're so good together. Yeah. Yeah. You their know? chemistry when they were apart, like they were apart this whole episode. Right. But they still played off each other. Yeah. I did too. It was also nice to see Sam have a little bit of a, um, a spotlight moment because it's yeah. been a lot of, a lot, a lot of Dean and I love Dean. Right. I love them both. You know, I want them to have equal <laughs> screen oh, right. time. <laughs> right. right. But also it was nice to see, um, you know, Jared on his feet. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not drugged up, although Not still in a cast. Still in a cast. I don't know how much longer he has that cast on for. I, I love that in this rewatch for me, I'm seeing these episodes like it's the first time. Yeah, particularly season two. It's been a yeah. long time since I've seen anything of season two. Yeah, I am not remembering no, these episodes. So most of the time, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I know how this ends. I know what this is. But this one, I was like, who, who is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know? What's the, what's the next one? So the next one is Crossroad Blues. Oh, see, now this makes me think we're going back into uh, demon stuff. Totally. Just because of what we know about yeah. the crossroads, right? So, but I wouldn't be able to put my finger on what episode this is. 
So I, I have a vague remembrance of it, but. Does that again, have to do with like a blues singer yeah, or something? Okay. I think so. I think it's like a play on an, a, an actual story. Like an urban legend? Yeah. yeah. Okay, then I do know this episode. Okay, yeah. I'm okay with that. Though. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us on this episode. Please follow us, rate us, subscribe to us. Um, although I don't think Apple Podcast uses the term subscribe anymore. I think it's now just, just following. Follow. Yep. Yeah. Um, but anyway, follow us there and give us a, a rating if you enjoy us. Uh, also follow us on all of our social media. It's all there in the show notes. Um, we're at at salt and burn this pod or at salt and burn this depending on where you are tiktok is still not really happening <laughs> <laughs> that's okay we'll get there maybe so yeah we will see you next week for crossroad blues bye bye